everybody, and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. My name is Mixie. And I'm Steve. Yes, you are. We are the number one Joe Millionaire Podcast. We are here to give you an incredible exit interview, unlike anything you've seen before or heard before, because you can't see it. That's true. That is factual. That is science. 100% science. science. Love it. Can't wait, guys. We have Jenny, who who redeemed her coin this week and went home. We talked to her about the coin, the whereabouts of said coin. And I bet you, you don't know where the coin is, but we know where the coin is now. We were told yeah. it's fantastic, and you can't wait for that. Also, major, major programming note. Major. Major programming alert. This Thursday, this Thursday, you better be refreshing and refreshing and refreshing this podcast feed. Tell them why, Stephen. Tell them why. We have a big interview. A big interview. We have a challenge, big interview on the 10th of this month, the right reality and the one and only Wes is on the fucking podcast. Let's get an air horn for that. (laughs) Big interview. Big interview. And I will say there is also return of somebody on this podcast as well. Yes. And maybe that will be revealed on social media soon. So just, just, just keeping, keeping looking on the social media. You got, you guys aren't going to believe who's coming. I will spoiler alert. I was not a part of the West interview. <laughs> um, on, I decided to to skip out because I I know how big of a of a challenge Star West is and how incredibly important it was for your guys's hard hitting questions to be answered. And quite frankly, <laughs> I don't know who Wes is. And you know, give me a one star review for that. That's fine. I'm getting to my five to seven seasons. Eventually, I will get there. But for right now, I don't know. So, uh, you know, I handed off the reins to an old podcast friend. And I'm excited for you guys to hear this interview. I haven't heard it yet, but Stephen did it. So I know it's going to be good. Oh, thank you very much. That's very kind. That's very kind. Well, you are back in your throne, the queen throne over there in New York in Studio Z or whatever we're calling your studio <laughs> over there. We, we love it. We appreciate it. I can't wait for you guys to listen to that. Uh, but what I do want you to listen to first is this interview with Jenny. What I will say before we start the interview, we all know our Joe Millionaire fans that she revealed in her one-on-one date uh, with Stephen about uh, the sex trafficking that she was unfortunately a part of and all of that. We do not dive into that because I don't feel like me and Mixie are really equipped to deal with something like that. Yes. Um, not saying that we couldn't, but we also just realize that's not what our specialty is. I will say, I will tell you that she did an interview with Reality Steve, a big person in the uh, reality TV world, and it was an absolutely fascinating interview. I listened to it. You need to listen to that interview. After this one. After this one, yes. <laughs> After this one, you go listen to that one because there is so much information that I learned about things that I thought I understood Mm. terms and and everything Mm -hmm. and i feel like i've learned so much that i became a better person out of it and based off her sharing that information and what she had to go through and and i think reality steve did a good job of of kind of uh driving the bus if you will uh Mm -hmm. through that very um interesting world of of how you talk to somebody about that so make some time put it on your calendar and, and listen to that and um yeah do yourself a favor do some education just learn learn some stuff there everybody yeah it, it'll give you a better well-rounded uh picture of who jenny is yes obviously everybody has the good of the bad of the ugly um we just decided that we wanted to try to stay positive keep it uplifting so and and like steven said reality steve did such a great job with it it just didn't really feel like it needed to be rehashed again. yeah yeah so go listen to that but first continue to listen to this one with jenny yes. let's go we are the number one Joe Millionaire podcast, and as the number one Joe Millionaire podcast, we have brought you today another incredibly beautiful inside and out contestant, Miss Jenny. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here and looking forward to a great podcast. 
Absolutely. We have fun questions that I'm sure no one else has asked you because no one else pays attention to this show like we do. (laughs) We appreciate you coming on. We've got tons of questions for you. So we could just jump right into it. Um, First of all, I like to ask all the girls this. How did you end up on the show? Did you apply? Were you reached out to? What kind of happened with that? I was reached out to um, through Instagram about it and responded back. Wasn't sure how I was originally like found. I was, I'd been casted for other shows in the past and then didn't do them. So I don't know if I was in a database or if it was just mm-hmm. a coincidence where someone, someone reached out to me and it was just completely different. And so that's kind of how I got going and got, got to be a part of all this. That's awesome. If you were leaving to go to film another show and you turned around on your drive from San Diego to Los Angeles, not that I've done my research. Yes. <laughs> does the NDA still carry over? And can you let us know what show that may or may not have been? Uh, well, I'm not going to say the name of it just because I don't know if I'm technically allowed to and I don't want to get sued. But yeah, I did pull over on the freeway, called my dad in tears. I was just like, I don't think I can do this. And then ended up going to his place and having dinner with him instead. That sounds like a nice consolation prize. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> That's too cute. With your time on the show, when you got to the manor and you start meeting all these other women who we have seen through this show, uh, Phenomenal Casting, how quickly did it take for you to realize like, oh, this isn't your average run of the mill, like contestants of a show. Like all of these women are like professional women and have their own things taken care of them and not just like, oh, I'm just doing this. To push a detox tea. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed right away, I, from night one, like meeting the girls and like talking about who they are, where they come from, what they do. I realized like each girl was so amazing in her own way and had her like own amazing story. And that's when I really realized that it was, it was going to be different. It was going to be different than any other show and just what everyone there had to offer and just learning about the guys, the girls, the whole experience was just going to create something completely different than I think what reality TV has really been in the past. Yeah. And it's fucking beautiful. It's amazing. (laughs) It's so amazing. I like it's been a long time since I've looked forward to watching something. Same. Cause I feel like it's hard to tell in the bubble of like what's happening. But did you think at that time you're like, oh, this is gonna be like really good when we go back and watch this together? Um, I didn't really I was just so in the moment. I didn't really think of like mm-hmm. what was gonna happen after the show and watching it and if we're going to all watch it together, what it was going to be like. I just really kind of focused and concentrate on the experience itself and what that was like. But yeah. watching it now, like I love, I talk to the, a lot of the girls like every day. We're in a group chat and just like laugh about like the episodes together. We live tweet together, which is all, it's all so much fun. You laugh about a sticker that was left on a lemon, you know, all those types of things. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the classics. Obviously, when they said that, that, you know, one's a millionaire, one's not, I, I believe that they did show you talking about how you didn't care. And we've discussed this with some of the other girls. It really did seem like none of you guys cared if they had money or not. Would you agree with that? 100%. I don't think there was a single girl there that's actually a gold digger. Um, we would have to talk about it some just because we were like asked about it in interviews. Oh, absolutely. They cut it together. Yeah. I want us to try to guess which one was the millionaire or not, but I don't think anyone actually cared who it was. So that being said, how long after you were, you were dumped, did you look up who the millionaire was? I realized um, kind of right away. Um, yeah. yeah. I looked it up and I was like, okay. Yeah, I was completely off. I definitely thought it was Steven, um, but, or no, I definitely thought it was Kurt, sorry, but it was Steven all along. It was just the way, I don't know, they talked and their experiences. Like Steven hadn't been out of the country or traveled and Kurt had been to Tulum, might be dead mouse. We still don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> A listener, I love it. <laughs> definitely, you know, you go to Tulum for business if you are dead mouse. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's the only way that makes sense. You know, I truly, and maybe it's just because of the way that it's edited, but I, I have a hard time believing that any of the girls thought it was Steven because Steven is the, like Kurt said, the strangest rich man I have ever like seen just the, the things that he talks about that he has and hasn't done. I'm like, how did you do, how did you do that? But you've never been to a winery. Like really? Didn't know we thought the word mimosa was pronounced mimosa. It was like the cutest thing ever, but it's still like, what? But yeah, like he has a helicopter. 
So like, you know. <laughs> oh, yes, we know that that we do know. <laughs> you taught him how to pour that champagne bottle. He had no idea. Like, and I genuinely think he doesn't have any idea. I don't think he's that good of an actor. Yeah. I mean, which I think is great, though. It's like he just like grabbed mm-hmm. it by the neck and just was like, I'm just going to pour it like this. <laughs> That would have been the red flag for me. I would have been like, you don't just grab it like that. And you, like, you had the, you had the whole thumb situation going on, and everything. I was like, this is the point where I realized, yes, I was in the wrong. I had incorrectly said that I was like, there's no way she's a lawyer and a bottle solver. There's no, but this was before we knew what we were getting into. So I would like to personally apologize for lying and getting the facts incorrect. Fake news. Right now, for the record, I believe you. I believe you 100% because the thumb thing with the champagne was the giveaway. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's your tell-all, correct? <laughs> it was. It was It was like your little slip in, in, in moments where I was like, I got her. I got her. <laughs> now, my manager, if he had seen that, he would have been like, well, why isn't the label facing out correctly? And <laughs> I got the thumb in there and that part was dead. You were off duty. He can't get mad at you. Right? <laughs> you have to show them that it says Dom. You have to show them You that. have to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, on the show, it was Dom Pigeon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, because of the half tape. They, for yeah. some reason, every time they're taping stuff, they don't go all the way. It's like they, they like to leave us a couple letters to guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speculate away. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> Oh, speaking of speculation, there's been some speculation. You know, you won the Gold Digger Challenge. Now, Stephen and I created the speculation that you won because you were in the middle. Yes. Is that true? Or did you have a strategy? Do you feel like we're belittling your game? What? Explain <laughs> the Gold Digger Challenge and how you won it. Belittling your game? Well, <laughs> just, you know, I'm really good at gold digging. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> I, to be totally transparent, um, I don't think I was really doing it correctly. Like, we were shown how to properly, like, sift through the sand. And we were shown how to do it, but we weren't told that's exactly how that was, like, the rules. We were just told, get as much gold as possible, and you have a time limit. And so I really just stuck to that. Like I'd pick up the sand, but then I just pick out the gold pieces in my little pan. And that worked a lot better than sitting there and try to sift it back and forth and watch like half of it fall out of the pan. Genius. But I wouldn't be surprised if the middle areas had more gold than like the outer side edges. Okay. So it's a little bit of game and a little bit of the fact that you were in the center. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, listen, this is just what an athlete does, Mixie. She finds ways of... of doing things, getting a competitive edge is all great athletes do. Super competitive. I was actually surprised there wasn't more splashing and whatnot trying to get the gold. Because I would have crawled right into that trough and just like dug for it. Well, they gave you like this amount, it's like an inch and a half of space for you to collect your gold. So like people were like trying to put their gold on the edge without having it fall back into the water. I was nervous someone was going to be sifting water and it was just going to hit my gold and there it was all going to go. Yeah. That would have been a gameplay. That's the kind of stuff I would have done, sabotage. <laughs> That's how you win. Get ahead by sabotage. <laughs> right. Hashtag whatever it takes. Yeah. Oh, my God. All your gold fell off. Or you just hit it right at the end. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Possession, nine-tenths of the law, and just start collecting everyone else's. There you go. Yeah, or when you're losing at a board game, you just grab the board at the end. If the board is in disarray, nobody wins. Yeah, I don't remember where the pieces were. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Monopoly. I don't know how all the money ended up in my pile. <laughs> Weird. Oops. <laughs> this was a move that you did in last week's episode that I thought was just so well done. The 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 sun. We'll, we'll, we'll now refer to it as the sunscreen move. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Do you need me to get your back? Oh, let me help you. <laughs> a veteran play. Has this worked every time you've done it? Because I mean, how could it not? Well, usually, like, guys will ask me that we'll be around the pool with a big group and just friends, like, oh, can you get my back? And it's like, I don't really want to. <laughs> They're doing a move on me, and I'm just like, I don't really want to lather you up. Right? <laughs> turned on. Like, I just really don't want to touch you. Um, I asked for the spray one, so I don't have to actually use my hands. Um, so at least I was like, you know what? I actually want to lather this on Steven right now, so I'm just going to, like, volunteer. It might be a little aggressive, but just go for it. <laughs> I loved it. It was. A, it's a classic move that, like I said in the podcast, everyone should have in their back pocket. <laughs> Is this a sign that if you ask uh, a young lady or a young woman to put sunscreen on her back on on your back, 
if she asks for the spray one, is that a sign? Is that your way of subtly going, move on, bro? It's not going to happen. It should, is this like a little nuance? Probably yes. I would say yes. <laughs> That's a good like, good thing to know. Back. Did she probably, you know, it's probably not a good sign. <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> you know, speaking of signs, I wanted to get into the last episode where we unfortunately lost you. When you found out that you weren't picked for the winery, we saw Carolyn say to Brianne, Jenny and I are here. You shouldn't be worried. Is that how you felt at the time? Did you feel like it like it was you were safe or did you feel more on the chopping block because you were left behind? I didn't really know how to take it, how to look at it. Like one moment I was like, okay, maybe that's a good thing. But then I'd be like, no, like we had this amazing like one-on-one date at the opera, but I wasn't picked for the boat date. And this was then the second um, group date I wasn't chosen for. So of course, like I'm a bit nervous about it. It's like, we never know when there's going to be elimination. We never know if it's going to be eliminated. No one in that house ever felt safe. Um, and so it, it did make me nervous. I wasn't sure why I was picked to stay behind. I wanted to keep momentum going with Steven and I kind of tried to, you know, jump in on that day. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I loved it. I loved the fact that you used your coin. If I was in your shoes, I'd do the same thing. If I'm going to be left behind, I'm, I'm not being left behind who leaves baby in the corner. Not me. Right. <laughs> Wine tasting's my thing. <laughs> yes, it seems like it fit you perfectly. And and when you were saying like wine, the stars, like that's where I want to be. I was like, absolutely. The perfect date to crash is a winery date. Yeah. What could go wrong, right? Little did I know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, right? Nothing. I would have definitely regretted if I was eliminated um, not using the coin. And that was a promise I made to Drea. And I wasn't going to make the same mistake she did by not getting a chance to use it. It's like they say, there's that saying, you miss 100% of the chances you don't take. And so Mm -hmm. at least I used it. I put everything out there and yeah, I still went home, but it's better to try and go home versus not try and then go home and regret it. Absolutely. I agree with you a thousand percent there. Did you, did you feel, cause I will say from, from a guy's perspective, I love when a girl or woman takes the initiative and is like a little like goes for it as well. And the move to be like, Hey, I'm using this coin. I understand there could be some blowback considering there's blowback with two other ladies on this show for something just as simple as sitting down in the wrong location, apparently. Right. Um, (laughs) Did you think at that time, like thinking back now, do you believe you doing that was the end for you? Or do you believe that he had already made the decision before that date? Um. I don't know. It's hard. Like, I, it's hard to guess. I mean, I wanted to go on the wine date and it was my choice to use the coin in terms of mm-hmm. using it when I did and interrupting a one-on-one. That wasn't really my call. Um, yeah. I got yeah. there. I had to wait in the car for hours. Um, by the oh. time I used it and had, I was told that was the, inter- the time I was going to use it in terms of like walking up on Steven and Whitney's one-on-one. That's not my style. And I do yeah. regret doing it that way. I wish I kind of had, the production no um and i also i do regret having it being at the very end of the day like he had been at the winery he had had one-on-ones with every girl there yeah after a long day of drinking and i think he was pretty inebriated by the time like i did get to talk to him <laughs> and probably like socially yeah. exhausted like i would have been um mm-hmm. yeah he just made out with like 70 people yeah i understand <laughs> that you've been drinking right? making out all day you know yeah so, yeah, I was going to also ask you that when you used your coin, it was mm. very clearly daytime. So how much time passed between you, like, deciding you were going to use your coin? So I'm assuming you had to tell production and then they had you go tell Martin and all of that to you actually going and tapping on Steven's shoulder. Like, how much time passed between that? Oh, gosh. Oh. Um, from the moment I decided to use it to me, going and tapping on Steven's shoulder, I would say five, six hours, could have been seven. Uh, We had no like idea of time. Like they had times and all the clocks were wrong or blacked out. Um, (laughs) But I decided to use it and then it was like a whole thing. And I remember hanging out at the house for what seemed like forever. Like I made a full blown lunch because I wanted to make sure I ate before I left. It was Mm -hmm. just a lot of like hanging out and waiting around. Waiting, yeah. The drive, which was another 45 minutes. And then when I got there, I was probably in the car good 
a good two hours. It was light still. And then it was pitch black. And I know I had to use the bathroom like several times during my time waiting in the car. Of course. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of a lot of time that went by between when I decided to use it and actually like went up and used it. I think by the time I it got to my time to like interrupt that one-on-one, I was just like, it's been so long, I don't even want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm revoking my coin. Right? At that point, it's like, I can't really say that though. <laughs> yeah. Can I get my coin back from Martin? Yeah. How does, how does this work? Yeah. You're right. When you decided to give the coin, you went and knocked on Martin's door. This is very important to me, as you know. Yes. As a listener, I, I am fully and deeply in love with Martin, and I believe Stephen is as well. I don't want to speak for him, but I am. So you knocked on his little corner. Does he stay there? Is that his office? What is he doing in there? Is he just butting it? We we've we've referred to it lovingly as the butthole of the house. Um, does what does he do in the butthole? <laughs> I can't even tell you. I wish I could. We were not allowed. That was off limits. It was <gasps> huge. No, we, I could knock on the door and like I could see like the desk inside, whatnot. But whatever happens behind that door, like Martin in, in his butthole will never know, right? It's like the black hole in there. <laughs> in rare form tonight, she is everybody. I agree. I agree. In rare form. I love it. I love. I love the like the whole thought process of like this is Martin's quarters, ladies. No touching. The only area we were truly like, we followed the rules on. There was definitely like a staircase in the back we weren't supposed to use because there were production stairs. But we still break the rules, sometimes use those staircase. But none of us ever broke the rules on sneaking into Martin's quarters. <laughs> he just, he exudes like a respect that you have to give him. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, you have to. He's dad. Daddy Martin. Uh-huh. Daddy <laughs> Martin. <laughs> okay. Well, since you're a fan of the show and you listened last week, you've now basically brought it upon yourself to now do your Daddy Martin voice. So whenever you're ready, I know that we've just sprung this on you immediately, and you didn't know. It wasn't even on our shot sheet. It wasn't. It wasn't even on our questions. But now you've, you've, you've walked into it, and it's now time for you to do your best Daddy Martin. So whenever you're ready, we will, we will wait for that. Oh, gosh. Uh, Daddy Martin. I need that's one. a good one. Good, right? <laughs> you got a good accent. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. We like it. Uh, needs a little practice, fine tuning, but I'll get there. <laughs> you know, we can't all be Brienne as much as we all want to. We can't be Brienne saying Daddy I Martin. I think that's the favorite part of the show I've seen so far. Just her in the tent and just so innocently like asking if he wants lotion and just for him to do her shoes. <laughs> uh-huh. And him with the headlight just directly at her face. Oh, Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> now we saw you use your coin because uh, you got to spend time with Steven there. Yeah. Who did you physically give said coin to? Because we were waiting for a Daddy Martin like coin shot. Or like a, a piggy bank you had to like insert the coin into and then like, you know, a wheel spun. Something. <laughs> was it a slot machine situation? You know, pachinko or something? You know, who knows? Well, I brought it to the winery, and oh. then uh, I think there's a shot of me like getting out of the car with it. I know in one preview for that episode, I'm like kissing it goodbye and using it. Um, and I actually still have my coin. <laughs> <gasps> that's what we thought. That's what I wanted you to say, and that's what we thought. Do you have it by you? Can I see it? Oh, I don't have it in this moment, like with me. That's okay. It. Yeah. Away you have to send me a picture later because I want, is it just like a regular golden coin that you get at like Party City or is it, did it say like Joe Millionaire? Not Martin's face on it, obviously. <laughs> he said it has Martin's face on it. I don't think so. I wish. <laughs> That'd be pretty legit. No, it's just a regular like gold coin. Then you get like Party City, Chuck E. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Continuing on with our conversation about using the coin. So you use it, you have it, which honestly, that that makes me very happy. That's the best answer. That's the one I wanted because you still have it. <laughs> but I just was very confused watching because you came, you, you spent your coin. We see about, uh, you know, it was an edit. So I'm going to safely assume about 15 minutes of conversation on the bench. And then all of a sudden... You were in the car with him, and then all of a sudden you were at the front doorstep. What happened there? Did he suggest to take you home? Were the producers like, you need to take her home now? What was that? Well, I was supposed to get like a full hour um, with my coin. That's how it worked. It was like a full hour of uninterrupted one-on-one time with one of the Mm -hmm. guys. I think uh, it was around 50 minutes total that we were like on the bench at the winery talking. 
And then um, one of the producers interrupted and kind of just like, let us know, Hey, like it's been 50 minutes. I know it's not the full hour, but we got to wrap things up here. But because you didn't get the full hour here, um, you guys are allowed to like ride home together. You'll get even longer, like in the car ride home. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. Good, good situation. Good outcome. Cause we got a lot of time there and then in the car um, together, just kind of like talk and get to know each other more. Okay. That's, that's nice. How far was it? From the vineyard back to the house, because it, it appeared like... 30 seconds. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Could have been across the street for all we know. I mean, the manor might have a vineyard at it. We don't know, you know? It's actually the backyard of the guest house. <laughs> <laughs> Martin's backyard. Yeah. <laughs> His quarters back there. Yeah. Um, it was a good 45-minute drive, I would say. Any outing or group date we did was pretty far. At least 45 minutes to like an hour and up. So you guys were like pretty secluded then. Yes. Okay. How was the wine at the winery? Did you get any? I don't remember if you got any wine. Well, we sat down, we talked, and then I actually did have to <laughs> kind of interrupt because Stephen had been drinking and I was like kind of jealous. I was like, I need a little liquid courage here. <laughs> yeah. So I, offered, I was like, hey, so I'm going to grab some wine. And then he's like, oh, don't worry about it. And then he was actually the one to go grab some for us. Um, and Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was a gentlemanly thing of him to do. Very oh, nice of him to do. Are you a red or a white type of person? These are the basic things I know about wine. <laughs> There's two colors. <laughs> There's two colors, and people either like one or the other. They very rarely like both. And what you learned in the last episode, there's full-bodied with legs. <laughs> yes, obviously. Leggy wine. I typically drink more red wine than white, but if we it was like – a daytime event than probably white wine just because red's a little little much for day drinking. <laughs> I agree. That's where we draw the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, you did leave us this episode. Um, might I add way too soon, in my opinion. Um, however, you had an iconic leave. Um, you know, I, 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 love a, I love a storm off. I really do. I'll never complain about a storm off. But on top of the storm off, you somehow like Houdini'd your heels off of your feet. I, I still, I watched it back a couple times. How does a person unstrap heels like that from their feet mid storm? And you were like going upstairs while you were doing it. Like it was an impressive feat. Well, <laughs> let me clarify some stuff for you guys. Um, so when he, did say that I my time at the manor when Martin said my time at the manor had ended. I did. Um, the guys both said a little something. I did thank them for my time there and getting to know okay. them. I did give each of them a hug. And as I was hugging Stephen goodbye, that's when he kind of like whispered in my ear, "Can I talk to you inside for a minute?" And I, I in that moment I told him yes. And then I walked inside. And then that's when I was just like, no. <laughs> you're not talking to me. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm gonna give you another minute of my time for you to make up some reason as to why I'm no longer here. I'm not gonna know if it's the truth or not, so you can feel better about yourself about telling me why I'm going home. Um, and so when I was inside, um, that's when I had to do like a confessional before like going upstairs, and I did have like a little bit of time to take off my heels, and then I wasn't really expecting Stephen to walk in as quickly as he did. And then that's when I kind of said, like, no, like, there's no need. We're good. Okay. That makes more sense because I was really impressed with the fact that you stormed off that quickly. And then all of a sudden your heels were in your hand. And I was like, how did she just do Because that? <laughs> that's an impressive way to, to, like, storm out of a conversation. To not just storm out, but to rip your heels off mid-storm out. I was impressed. <laughs> I wish I was that talented to just like snap them off right then and there but a few minutes. <laughs> this really threw Mixie for a loop. I saw her email recently. She had emailed a physics professor just to yeah, see how I did. possible. Uh-huh. It, you know, and I had the angles of the stairs and the distance you walked. I had it all. You were crunching <laughs> the numbers. You're like, same thing doesn't add up. Yeah, this makes more sense though. This makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, it takes a little bit of the magic away, but <laughs> All right, it happens. We get it. Um, so, so you're back now in San Diego. I am. Yes, uh, a hotbed of um of 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 bachelor people, but now of Joe millionaire people such as yourself. I think a lot of people think when you when you're in one of these big cities, like the dating scene is great. It's fantastic. It's grand. Um, it's usually not. 
Um, but how's how's the love life situation going for you now? Have you been invited to Raya yet? I know you're not allowed to say if you're on Raya, but you can blink twice if you're on Raya. <laughs> you know, just just tell us about how it's going after the show now for you. Ooh, it's. I mean, I haven't like given up on like finding love, finding my partner. Um, dating in San Diego is very difficult. Um, it's filled with a bunch of guys with Peter Pan syndrome. Um, they don't want to grow up or they say they want a relationship, but they really aren't ready for it. Um, yep. I personally don't really use dating apps. I Maybe I should. Maybe that's part of my issue. Um, I've tried them in the past. And there's something about just like texting back and forth and trying to like talk first. And then you go meet the person and then maybe you meet them. And there's like no connection there. It just I feel like I, there's so much wasted time with the texting back and forth. And yeah. I hate texting as it is. Um, it's just time consuming. I work when I work throughout the day, I'm don't not really on my phone and mm-hmm. the combination of that and then meeting them and for not to really work out. I did learn you don't really meet them for like a dinner, do coffee or a drink because then you're no. committed to less time. Yep. Uh, but maybe, maybe I'll give dating apps a try again. I don't know. I'm such a in-person people person. I'd rather meet someone face to face. I'm telling you, it's, it, I'm telling you, it's not a good move. I'm telling you, it's not a good move. It, What's it, not a good move? Her not being on dating apps? Yeah, the, the dating apps is not going to be a good move, I don't think. I oh, mean, I agree. Yeah, don't, I, I think you should stay off the dating apps. I personally think that the world is big enough and enough people are out there doing things. You can meet people, friends of friends of friends of brothers of sisters, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I agree. Or just open the DMs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or open Instagram. I'm sure you've got some, some people sliding. Yeah, and the other folder and the others folder. Some, there, I bet you there's some blue checkmark people who have slid in. I guarantee yeah. you there's some blue checkmark people who have slid in. Maybe a few. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> don't don't cross pollinate with the bachelor people. No, I want it crossover episode. <laughs> so speaking of the DMs, is there? Is there maybe a, a for the for the very small male population that is listening to this podcast now? Uh, is there maybe a strategy they should take on? Like, what would you want to see in an initial slide DM that would get you to open it and maybe respond? Ooh, <laughs> I don't want to give any tips out there. So I'm going to be like responding. That's all you'll get is the exact version of it. Yeah, yeah, it's copy and pasted. Usually when it's like work related or about like the story that I shared on the show or something like that, that's when I kind of respond. But when yeah. it's just like some guy hitting on me or saying like, oh, like responding to a story, like you look amazing. Like I, I just You're hot. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, how do you respond to that? Thanks. What a great conversation we're having. Yeah, I am. <laughs> it's like as Steven said, the girls on dating apps that just message him on Bumble with hi. I yeah. Until I heard that. <laughs> Waving high. It's like a gif of somebody waving high. It's awful. Yeah. I, if I were you, I'd stay off dating apps. Although I'm sure Raya is different. Raya. That's all right. Raya, Raya. See, duax moi, du moi. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't even know Raya was a dating app. It sounds like a club. <laughs> it does sound like a club. Raya is the dating apps for celebrities. So if you get invited, do it. And then just look at all of the people that you're like, oh, I thought you were in a committed relationship and you're on Raya. But the problem is you can't then talk about Raya. Yeah. The people on Raya because then they will remove you from Raya. It's like the Illuminati of dating apps. Sounds very exclusive. Yeah. You have to be invited it's lots of DJs and weirdos and stuff like that. So. I have dead mouses on there. Oh. I'm dead. <laughs> Message dead mouse and he matches and be like, oh, we we meet again, sir. Oh, my goodness. Well, Jenny, this has been so fun. We have two games that we'd like to play with you if you're down for a little game time. Oh, let's go. Okay, so the first game, I'll play this one with you. So um, we're going to kind of give you some different superlatives, and you just give us a girl or guy that you feel uh, best fits these descriptions. So people on the show? Yeah, people on the show. Okay. Not just like your mom or, you know, people that we know. (laughs) (laughs) My dog. Yes. (laughs) You have a dog? I do. Um, I have a little teacup Pomeranian, and Ooh. then she's Ellie, and then 
actually one of my dogs passed away while I was on the show. So, oh my god, oh, that like, is heartbreaking. I'm more heartbroken over that. It was terrible. Like finding out my mom was going to tell me, and the reason she had to like reach out and let me know is because they she didn't know like for the ashes or if I wanted like they oh. offered like different packages. Like, oh my god. And so there is a clip in last episode of me just like crying on the ground in the fetal position. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, like, oh yeah. Um, almost to make it seem like I'm crying over Stephen, and I'm like, I'm not crying over Stephen. Oh my god! I was like, this is my dog Jack, named after me, Jenny Alexandra Krauser. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> that was a that was a curveball. I was not expecting. Brutal. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Man. Oh man. Well, anyways, back to this really fun game we're gonna. Yeah, play. let's let's try to like get the emotions back up here, and everybody dry your eyes at home. Jesus Christ, this it went sideways, but I'm glad we we knew. <laughs> we're back on track. Oh, we're back. <laughs> the funniest person, I would say Amanda. <laughs> Amanda. Okay, that's okay. Mom of the house, Carolyn. Okay. Andrea. Cleanest. Um. I would say Amanda, she was always going and kind of picking up things. I've stayed in a room with her and every morning she'd make all of our beds. She was so cute. Oh, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. So nice. That's so nice. Martin wasn't doing that. Martin was in his butthole. Right? And doing what? <laughs> doing who knows what in there. Probably ma- manufacturing some bells to sell. You, know? you guys weren't allowed in there for a reason. <laughs> right? <laughs> Messiest. Hmm. I would say pretty much a little bit of everyone. <laughs> that's That's been a common answer. It has been. We all had our moments. Yeah. Who is the best dancer? Um, Andrea gave Steven a great lap dance. So probably she her. She did. I was like, can you teach me? <laughs> that is true. We didn't talk to Andrea enough about that. We didn't talk to her about that. How did we miss that? I don't know. We'll need to, I, I'll text her. <laughs> I need to know more about it. <laughs> did she do classes? You should do classes. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Wipe up to subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> An e-learning series. Yes. Oh, yeah. How to. Twerking in the coffee shop after hours. <laughs> we'll do the lap dance classes and then we can have... Um, 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 you got it. You got uh, it. Uh, I'm back and forth between the, between the two names. I always get it wrong. Suzanne. Yes. Yes, I got it right. Finally, Yes. <laughs> She can do the twerking classes. Yes. <laughs> oh, I feel I've, I've won the day. I got it right finally. I'm proud of you. Life of the party. It's a tough one too. Oh gosh, Suzette. She was pretty. She was fun, uplifting, always positive, and hilarious. So she could just lighten the mood no matter what it was. Yeah, she just seemed like a ball of sunshine and happiness. She really was. I was in a room with her, and every morning we'd wake up early and like be getting ready, doing our hair, and she was just. Hilarious. I don't think I've ever met someone as funny as Suzette. Oh, I love that. Best shoulder to cry on. Oh, my gosh. Um, it can't be the floor. <laughs> I can't, <wait. laughs> can't be your own in the fetal position. <laughs> I've got on a lot of shoulders while I was there. <laughs> I think everyone was good with that, but probably Katie was the best. Um, she was just so almost like motherly as well, but had like really great advice. I could see that for sure. Who is the unsung star of the show? Maybe someone that didn't get a bunch of screen time or air time, but it's just like a great person that deserved more. I would say Amber. Amber. Okay. I am. We are finally starting to see a little bit more of Amber. It was really nice to see that in the last episode. I really like her. Yeah. She had this scene that it wasn't really all put in the camping episode, but she like sang. And oh, she like cool. took over her beautiful voice. She's just a beautiful person, like inside and out, down to earth. Um, I love her. She's great. Oh, awesome. I would love to talk to her at some point. You should. Who is your show BFF? Drea. Drea? <laughs> Even point, I still talk to her all the time. I wish she was here on like West Coast with me, but I'm going to make a trip out and go visit her. She's been to, she was here in LA not too long ago or out in LA and I met her there, but. Yeah. Nice. 
you got to give us a, a full review of her uh, coffee shop. Oh, yeah. Of her cafe. Yeah, and then we're thinking about maybe doing like New York next. So, Mixie. Yeah, come on. Let's hang out. We'll just grab drinks. <laughs> I won't fall asleep this time. I was supposed to hang out with Doris, and I and I went, I went a little too hard at brunch, and I passed out at like 3.30. <laughs> oh, no. You're pulling a Sarah sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I did. I fully did. No Winston, though. No Winston was no Winston. No were involved no. in the- <laughs> In the the filming of this production, yeah. Who had the best style? Um, I would say Sarah or Carolyn. Okay, okay, and they Sarah said that they shared clothes, so that makes sense. Did, yeah, we all a bunch of us all girls like shared clothes. Oh, I'm like, sure. It was great. Like we all got along so well. We share we'd ask each other like opinions and that's awesome. That makes me so happy. God, I love this cast. Most punctual. I don't know because I wasn't usually most punctual, so I wasn't there to see. <laughs> you weren't there to see who else was there with you. Yeah. So least punctual, would you give that to yourself? I would give it to myself. I'd arrive like on time, but there were always girls that like would be there sooner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and who brought the most unique item with them? And if you can tell us, what was it? I think it would be which I think this was already covered in a different episode with one of the girls, but Carolyn and her vibrator. <laughs> was it like a, a special vibrator or was it just a run-of-the-mill thing? I mean, I, this is now the second time it's been brought up and I need to know. <laughs> I mean, it had to have been great because I remember I think she like left it in the house and she emailed someone about it and forgot <laughs> getting her vibrator back. <laughs> so that it sounds like an expensive vibrator. I'll have to ask her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man, that's incredible. All right, now we're going to do the second game, the either-or game. This is the one that, like, is on Instagram all the time. Very easy. Okay. This is, like, this or that. So here we go. Would you rather have a night in or a night out? Night in. Okay, okay. Good choice. beach or the mountains? It depends. If it's something (laughs) on the beach, obviously, but winter, I love snowboarding. So. Oh, cool. Cuddled up under a blanket, be fun, and snowboarding during the day. Where's your favorite place to snowboard? Ooh, I love Breckenridge, but uh, it's far. So I go to Mammoth or Tahoe a lot, just because it's like a six, seven hour drive or yeah. port flight in or um, uh, Big Bear. Big Bear's like an hour and a half from here. I've always wanted to go to Big Bear. I've heard I've heard good things. It's great. We should do like a, a big finale episode in Big Bear Mix. You okay. can fly out. All the ladies will 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 fly out. We'll get a cabin. Yeah, we'll do it. Oh yeah. It'll be like Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, would you rather have your significant other or somebody you're interested in text you or call you? If I don't know him that well, text. But if I know him pretty well or getting to know him like call, I think it's more personal. Um and it's easier to get to know someone. Text is hard to read tone and it's hard to make jokes over text. Yeah. It is. Important follow-up with the text then. Is there a, um, do you find yourself going, oh, this person responded very quickly. I, I don't like this. Is that a thing? Do you do this? No, I hate that. That was maybe me when I was 21. Um, <laughs> okay. 29 now, I hate games. If, someone takes forever to constantly respond to me, then to me, it's like, all right, they're not that interested. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like one of those weird people that I have my red receipts on my phone. So because I don't really text much during the day. I'm at work. I'm not on my phone much. And so they can see that I don't open it till later. So the red receipts on. So I'm, I'm that person. <laughs> I like that. Like, I'm not ignoring you. I swear. Yeah, it is. It's like the nice version of read receipts. Most people turn them on to let other people know they're being ignored, but you're letting them know you're not ignoring. Them. Exactly. <laughs> you're just busy. <laughs> you should have told Stephen that he might that might have that might have helped and be like, yeah. I also like helicopters. You know, it could work for you. Um, the one that seems to be confusing everybody: toilet paper over or under over thank you for the the hand the hand gestures helped a lot oh yeah big diver you guys can't see that but he gave some really good hand gestures that i think helped that situation you are correct the answer is over (laughs) that's just weird and just stop (laughs) no think of all the germs it's touching the wall on the back you gotta think logically on this like it's just (laughs) you pull too much as well it's harder to rip like what type like i mean unless you have that martin wrist action with the bell (laughs) he's gotta have some good wrist action (laughs) (laughs) ptsd from ringing the bell i never know what it's for 
start shaking and here it is like not again <laughs> sure you're just like <laughs> down you're like downtown and all of a sudden you hear like a bell ring you're like oh my god uh, where, where it's elimination it? it's elimination oh and they just start coming on in the loudspeaker i was like oh my god is that god no <laughs> <laughs> it's just martin oh christ uh sweet or salty sweet most of the time right. okay dine in or delivery delivery <laughs> i like you me too <laughs> like dine in glass of wine some sort of yep. movie good to go <laughs> casual uh speaking of casual for your clothing would you either casual it up or fancy it up casual for sure it was funny when i was like packing my suitcase um to leave which we had barely any notice at all and mm-hmm. i i wear like leggings most of the time even the firm i'm at i can get away with wearing like leggings nice. and maybe a sweat oversized sweater just because san diego it's pretty casual yeah and when i packed my suitcases i made sure not to bring much casual because i didn't want to wear it i was like you know what i need to be like all the other girls dress up show that i'm like mm-hmm. a little bit and then we were in um, athleisure most of the time. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> shut in the head. Like I should have brought everything, but I didn't. <laughs> Did you bring your dress that you wore to the uh, opera day or was that because I know sometimes stuff was provided, but was that something you brought? And when did you hold the funeral for the dress that you murdered? Uh, yes, I still I have that dress. I, I love it. Um, it's kind of it was annoying that at dinner because I was constantly like pulling it up. Um, but yeah, no, I like that dress. I, I wore it to some charity event, and then yeah, so I rewore it on the show. But I like the dress. Wow, nice. can't go wrong. <laughs> you can't. It is a beautiful dress. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, TikTok or Instagram? Instagram. I didn't even have a TikTok until after the show when they oh. were gonna. They have like content stuff they want us doing, and yeah. mm-hmm. a while to figure out how to use it. <laughs> yeah, so there's a learning curve for sure. It's a tough I'm not- app social media savvy that's for sure you're killing it i see you in our comments i yeah. think you're doing great and on the twitter machine yeah tweeting, yeah. It up. tweeting up a storm i like it thank you uh would you rather watch a tv show or a movie tv show or a movie movie for sure i don't watch many shows but you watch a few of them okay anything you're watching now that you think we should be watching Oh, I'm watching the latest episode of Ozarks. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, I'm behind on Ozark. I should get back into it. It's good. A concert or a sporting event? Ooh, depends on what sporting event. I love hockey. Not really a football girl, but I love like watching football and like with groups of people. Um, but I never just turn it on at home or go to a football game. Mm-hmm. But I love country. So if it was a country music um event i would definitely be all in sam hunt i'm obsessed with <laughs> sam hunt dms are open unless you're spoken for <laughs> i think he is spoken for okay. i think he has kids and everything the whole okay, night i was way off <laughs> <laughs> um and then on a plane would you prefer the window or the aisle seat probably aisle so that i'm not interrupting someone if i have to get up and use the restroom yeah that's a good one. This is a question that we ask everyone that we have the honor of interviewing on the Right Reality Podcast. So, Jenny, you are no different. We will be asking you the same very important question. And the question is, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? I've heard you guys answer or ask this before, and I think everyone else said no. I like pineapple on pizza. Yes. I like the pineapple. I like jalapenos on it as well. Okay. Sausage. I don't know. The variety. It's different. You know, I think it's great. Is it like a go-to topping for you? Or are you just like, if it's on the pizza, I'll still eat the pizza. I'm not going to throw a fit. Or would you like choose to put the pineapple on the pizza? Typically wouldn't choose uh, my, the one, my go-to is like everything like veggies, meat, all that. Yeah. And typically that doesn't come with pineapple, but if it's on the pizza, I'll still eat it. I love pizza. I order. Can't go wrong. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's the way to live. I love it. Yeah. And the cinnamon breadsticks, they know me when I call. <laughs> yeah. That's the way I want to live my life. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. And then I'll have the like leftover cinnamon sticks, like with my coffee Ooh, in the morning. That sounds yeah. real nice. And they're, they're cold and then the, and the hot coffee. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I heat them up a little bit, but then with the icing. Ooh, okay. If you like donuts, you'll like Oh, this. yeah. I do like donuts. Well, actually, you know, Jenny, thanks for bringing that up. We'll end here. 
you, when you got on the call, told me that I was wrong and that Krispy Kreme is not the best donut. I respectfully disagree with you, but I will allow you to have the floor and tell me what you think you're wrong, but what you think the right donut is. Well, I love Krispy Kreme. Okay. I could eat Krispy Kreme every day. But if you want something different, Voodoo Donuts, like in San Diego, they're amazing. Okay. They come with like, you can get like Fruity Pebble Donuts, like all these different options that you wouldn't see anywhere else. So it's out of the norm. They are very sweet. You can only have like half or one, but definitely something you want every day. But I still do love Krispy Kreme. Yeah, no, I, I, okay, I'll allow that. As long as you weren't going to try to come at me with like Dunkin' Donuts is better, then then we would be having an issue. But I'll, I'll accept voodoo. I haven't had it, but I really want to. It's on my to-do list. I want to try a Drea donut. I bet she makes a killer donut after all the st- stories I've heard of her baking. Yeah, her cooking is amazing to die for things people didn't even like that she would make she'd be like you have to try it and they loved it incredible cake for steven's birthday i'm still frustrated he eliminated on her birthday yeah well i'm getting her a cake it's i'm determined to get her a cake if fox allows me the chance to speak to steven i will make sure that he is told that he needs to send her a cake it's the least he could do (laughs) such a steven with a v move eliminating people's birthdays unbelievable (laughs) Well, pH is the only way to go, right? That's correct. The only way to go. We got to end on that. We got to end on that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jenny. You have an incredible day. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you again sometime soon. Yeah. Sounds great. Thank you again for having me. Don't miss the all-new episode of Joe Millionaire this Thursday. Yes. Professional. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Bye, guys. I mean, yeah. how good was that? Jenny was a special treat. You know, uh, she gave us some curveballs I was not expecting. I really am going to hold her to, she said she would send me the coin I wanted. <laughs> so you shouldn't have offered that because I'm coming for your coin. I can't wait to see it. Oh, God, it was so good. She still had the coin. I, I wasn't I ready for her not- having the coin. I mean, it was a long shot, but uh-huh. but it paid off. Yeah, we got the we got the full story about the shoes. I mean, guys, this was an incredible interview. And again, we wouldn't be able to be doing these things without your support. Yes. Um, we really appreciate all of the reviews, all of the engagement. I know we sound like a broken record, but it really does help us out. And it gets us these opportunities. And mm-hmm. I know you guys have been loving these interviews. These girls seriously are as awesome as they sound on these podcasts. We talked to them before and after. They're incredible, incredible people. So... I'm glad that you all enjoyed this podcast. We're going to hopefully keep doing more as more girls get eliminated, more girls come on our podcast. It's a win-win. It's a win for you. It's a win for us. It's a win for the number one Joe Millionaire podcast in the land. And uh, we can't wait to see you in just a few days. Remember, this Thursday, if you're listening to this before Thursday, which I hope you are. You should be. The big, big, big time interview with Wes from The Challenge. And a return of a right reality friend until that happens listen if you're listening to it after go back and listen to it how the fuck did you miss that <laughs> jesus christ scroll up a little bit go back scroll scroll subscribe your friend your loved one your mm-hmm. your co-worker your um your church friends you know everybody that you have in the circle i don't know why that was the next one that came in my head but. church friends <laughs> yeah no, no church friends for you shocker <laughs> Uh, and until until we see you next time, uh, we love you, we appreciate you, and we'll uh, see you in a few days. Sounds like a plan. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.